I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. Don't kill me, man! I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Here we are, Gabe, on the Screen Kings podcast. Mm-hmm. Gordonless. Minus one, yeah. He, uh, unfortunately, from what I heard, contracted uh, the Super AIDS virus. Yeah. He was bit by the notorious AIDS skeeto. He was on a case, I heard. And you know? he'll, he'll be out for at least, uh, and up and including one week. <laughs> the AIDS skeeto, dude. He just freaked out a thousand people out there. Like They're, they're going to be like, you that shit's watch real. Out for it, you know? <laughs> you, you, you got to be in a weakened state for it to really take hold of you. But if you uh, are, it's, it, it can be deadly. Yeah. But, about a week he'll be out and he'll be back. The young and the old got to watch out for that one, man. For sure. He'll be gone for in sure. a heartbeat, dude. Boy, he's, he's a strong young man. He'll pull through. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know, we really didn't need him anyways. Nah. If you ask nah, me. Nah. Um, I feel like the show could almost, if we brought in another third person, Gabe. Oh, uh, just fill the spot instantly, yes. right? Like, nobody any, would be missed. Yes. Like, <laughs> like get the, get, I know we got the hipster, uh, uh, with demographic, but do we need them? Uh, I think we do, though, man. I think we might need them. In this age of podcasting, it might be right. <laughs> might be a detriment to get rid of them. Gordon. Well, we'll nurse Does he like that him. title, Hipster? I don't even think he likes the name Gordon. Do hipsters like <laughs> like being called hipsters? I don't know. Or do they take offense to it like, like you know, I other think, words? I think many of them wear them as a badge of honor. You think so? Yeah. All right. Like, all right. They're, they're, you know, they're the new cool kids. They're well, hip. I... I worked with a guy, and he wore these big old thick black glasses like Buddy Holly. And I used to comment all the time, like, motherfucker, you look like Buddy Holly. Like, you look like a short <laughs> Buddy Holly. Yes. And uh, one day, uh, he wasn't wearing them, and I was like, where's your glasses, man? I was like, you got contacts or something? He goes, nah, nah, I just wear them to look cool, man. I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, they look like real glasses. He goes, yeah, but they're just glass. They're you, not. you know, Gord doesn't have a prescription either. Those are just... <laughs> that's glass in those. Y'all lenses. said that one time, but I'm pretty sure y'all were joking. I no, 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 no. That's <laughs> real. He does not have a prescription for eyewear. Well, I guess uh, you know. I don't know. I guess they enjoy it. You know. Yeah, I mean. But Gordon, we miss you, man. Are... We miss you, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hopefully next week. You're gonna uh, miss us. Miss out on this list we're about to do too. Well, like you said, it, it could be ongoing. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that game, <laughs> a game that came out this week that the hipsters will love and have been loving. Cuphead, we've talked about it, Gabe. What do you know about this game? I know your little cup running around like you're in Beauty and the Beast movie or something. Yes. Like, <laughs> well, not, it's kind of more like a 1920s cartoon, say like a Popeye or, or Mickey Mouse. Yeah, but the cup has eyes and a mouth and nose and like runs around yes. right, like arms and shit. Yes, legs. yes. But uh, <laughs> it was something, Gabe. Let me tell you this. It was quite a journey I've been on the last three days. Oh, yeah. It just thrown into a cartoonish hell you could say <laughs> a frustration uh like frustration in a good way like the game is difficult type of frustration yeah, or yeah. frustration in like this fucking game sucks i don't know why well, i wasted my goddamn money <laughs> through 90 percent of the game when you die and you will mm-hmm. you feel like you deserve it and you feel like you know what you did wrong you fucked up and you'll come back and do it but there, i think there's a 10 percent where you just gotta get fucking lucky how does a cup die in there somebody drop you on the floor or Crack you and you throw you throw you away or something like. Uh yeah yeah you he gets or do you hit. Go out and anything battle. that hits you, anything will hit you and you just hear a little like like 
that sound, you know, uh, ceramic makes when it, you know, cracks against the ground. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, I got to ask, like, what, if you can sum it up real quick, what do you do as a cup? As a cup, you... Because uh, <laughs> I've heard of the game. I've never played it. You go with your brother to a casino to gamble. And your brother is a cup? Your brother is a mug. He's a mug, like coffee yes. mug. Yes, <laughs> but they look the exact same. But one's supposedly a cup, and one's supposedly a mug. Must be fine china. Right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, they uh, they go to the casino to gamble. Mm-hmm. And they're hot, Gabe. The hottest they've ever seen, right? We're talking, like, like they've they made quite a bounty. And uh, the devil runs the casino, and he comes over. He's like, "Damn, you boys have been uh, tearing it up." Yeah. He's like, uh, "Can't have that." He's like, "Here, I'll make y'all a deal. This next dice roll, you win, you get all the money in the casino. You lose, I get your soul." Oh shit! So of course, Cuphead, without thinking, throws them dice like you never seen before. Uh-huh. And at that point, he loses his soul because, of course, he loses. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he he makes a deal with the devil that he'll go around and get all the contracts the devil's after. If they let him live, and mm-hmm. so your point as the cup is to go around and find these debtors that owe the devil their soul, and collect them. Yeah. Okay. Beat them down and collect their soul and bring them to the devil. And you've been at this for three hard days, three right? Three days. Now, man? Three like, days. I just finished uh, last night. Uh, I beat it in three days. That's it. It was. It was. It was hellish. The uh, the difficulty, but man, was it pretty. You know, you're in a cartoon from the 1920s, and not only that, like one that's been. Like, like just it, perfected. Is it all black and white? No. Okay. No, it's all very colorful. There's a mode you can like black and white mode, but God, mm-hmm. it's, it's ridiculous. There's no way. Um, is there any Illuminati uh, oh, cartoon hey, things all, in there? All of it. Oh, come on. I'm De- serious, dude. Deal like with the devil. I'm serious. Type. I know. Like come the on, devil Gabe. shit is in like a you, lot of games. You dude. already know. You, you already know, dude. On Infinite Warfare, the zombies. It's all about like devils and demons in outer space. Yes. <laughs> you you know you know it's it's all that kind of stuff, but it's. It's beautiful, though, Gabe. And um, uh, I beat it at the very end and got the achievement for beating the game, which I guess for you PS4 fiends is the trophy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 1.2% of players have gotten it. So 1.2% of players that got the game have beat it. So that so, tells you how fucking hard it is. Was this on PS4 or on Xbox? This is on Xbox. Xbox, okay. I got the achievement. Okay, okay. It's yeah, not on right. PS4. Oh, it's exclusive. Yeah, it's a, or, uh, yeah, Xbox Live exclusive. And you can get it on uh, you know Steam and play on the computer All right. as well. So. All right, a lot of all people right. are doing that, but uh, but yeah, Gabe, just the the beauty of the game and the lore, and you know, it's kind of like something you can like. And this is obviously a cult classic type of game. Yeah, you know, it, it's yeah. it's one of those games that's made more like an art form. You know, what I, I got mean? you. Yeah. Not to be too hipsterish, but ah. <laughs> uh, it, it's pretty, and it's something you can throw your headphones in and just you know perfect a boss over and over, die over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, like I said. Not many people are going to get to the end. You're going to get so frustrated. You're going to be done with it. But you can go back and beat other bosses. And not only that, Gabe. If, like, you're at a point where you're like, I'm not going to beat this fucker. You can play on a, a, another difficulty called Simple. Mm-hmm. And you can fight the boss and beat him on an easier term and move around in that part of the the, the game. But you won't collect the sole contract, you see. So you can't progress, but you can at least beat him and beat all the bosses within that domain on simple and maybe like practice and is there a dlc for this game and all apparently this dlc coming out is going to like double double it what you can do okay or like yeah like double the number of bosses was this a game you expected to beat in three days or was you yeah like like it's gonna have to take me i I knew it was gonna be hell (laughs) but i was gonna try to do it 
but yeah, in three days, like I said, 1.2% of Xbox people that bought the game have beaten it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Probably nobody listening to yeah, our podcast. Probably not. <laughs> uh, Josiah, uh, he said he got to the first boss and he threw the controller and he was done with it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that was it. He said, fuck <laughs> this game. Did uh, he ever pick it back up? He has not. I said, give it another try. Come on, you can get through it. Uh, he'll get it. Uh, he's being stubborn, it sounds like it. As far as going through all the bosses, you know, of course, at the end you fight the devil, and he actually was one of the easier bosses, it seems. Mm-hmm. But you could say that because, you know, you've gotten so much skill up, you know, fighting all these other assholes up until that point, but... Sounds like Mortal Kombat from back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this this fucking robot game, let me tell you, oh my God, I've never been so frustrated with a boss. Maybe not even in, in, in Bloodborne. It, it's... It would it it would be tough to uh, put him up against anything else. This fucking robot had me. He had me pegged. He, but this wasn't the final guy. It wasn't the final guy. It was a boss in yeah. the in the last set of levels before you get to the final boss. Uh-huh. And it was the last one I beat before I got to the last two bosses. Gotcha. Because I I tried him earlier and I was like oh, I'll come back to him and whoop his ass later on. And then I finally got done with everything else. Came back to him and man, I spent a whole afternoon on this asshole. <laughs> And I, I recorded it in three minutes and 22 seconds. I put on a fucking show, man. You beat was, him in three minutes, 22 seconds? Well, that's about how long it takes to beat every boss. But, oh, okay. You, know, you either win or you don't. You're going to die before then. Cause you, you get gotta like redo it. Like, when you start, you can get, like, hit three times. And once you get hit three times, you're fucked, and you got to start over. What's the, uh, what's Cuphead do to defend himself? He, like, you, you, they give you this power to start off, and he just, like, like snaps his fingers real, real quick and, like, shoots lasers out of him. <laughs> and you can, like, switch it up to where he can shoot, like, a shotgun laser or, like, a... Like a like a heavy laser that's slow, uh-huh. or like a fast one, but it doesn't hit as hard. You know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I got you. And there's all kinds of other different power ups you can get to help you help your your gameplay, and you know uh, tailor them to a certain boss you're facing. Maybe you need a heavier attack that's slower on this boss, or a lighter attack and faster, more hits on this boss, so you can move faster. You know that kind of thing. Is it a uh, a sixty dollar game? No, it's only twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Okay, all right. And if I would say. For the art alone, and the fact that you don't have to necessarily uh, beat the game to enjoy it and get really far in it, it's probably worth it. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, I mean, I guess if you're not one of those people that get frustrated, games easy, don't get it. It's not for you. You like those games, though, man. Like. Sometimes, yeah, I like the challenge. <clears throat> Bloodborne, especially. Dark Souls, I didn't get into because they weren't pretty. Bloodborne was beautiful. This game, beautiful. Uh-huh. But if you get an ugly game... And it's hard as fuck. Fuck that. <laughs> I ain't playing it. I feel you. I feel you. I at least need some beautiful art to look at while I'm getting my ass handed to me. I got you. I got back in that Rocket League, and uh, that's got really good colors and artwork in it. Yeah, really yeah. Good. But, and they add shit every month almost to that game, so. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see what the updates will be. I, I'm actually, I don't know, I'm kind of scared about it because like, oh no, I'm going to have to fucking beat that as well. Do you, uh, it's gonna be a pain in the you ass. said Cup, Cuphead's sidekick is his brother who's a coffee bug? Yeah, but you don't play with Who's their mother, like the pitcher? They never, there's like an elder kettle. Ah, okay. And he's like the old man, and you don't know if that's their grandpa, he's just called the elder kettle, and he's like, go Cuphead. Is there, co- is there co-op mode in this? Where, yeah, like, well, and it's on, It's not online, it's gotta be uh, local. I gotcha, okay, alright. Which is Xbox weird. does weird shit, dude, sometimes. Well, that, that's from the game manufacturers. They wanted to do it that way for some reason. They didn't want you to play online. I well, that's what most people do. Maybe, nowadays, so. maybe they thought there was a way to cheat or something like that. Hmm. 
And those, those people that make challenging games, they want to make sure your ass can't cheat. The, yeah. the stuff Bloodborne put up so people could not find a way to glitch, it's insanity, the kind of barriers they put up. Uh, they do, They will not have you fucking cheat their game. You are going to play it, and you are going to fucking get your ass kicked. Some hackers out there right now figuring out how to do it. Oh, yeah. They, they're all, somebody always figures out. Oh, yeah. But fuck those people. They're like, oh, back door, found it. Like, like bitch ass, I hope you feel accomplished. I didn't even feel accomplished sometimes. Because sometimes you'll have a boss, and you'll be getting your ass handed to him and then one round he'll just like slip up and like like a boss won't like throw certain things at you as fast as he normally would and you take advantage of that uh-huh. and then you feel like an asshole because you won <laughs> and then you know but through the whole game game i'm going to give you three guesses is that how many times i died because it tells you there's like a little fountain that you go to and it'll say through all of your troubles this is how many times you get your ass handed to you mm-hmm and go ahead, Gabe. You may take a guess how many times you died. In uh, three days. In three days. How long did you play each day? Eight hours. Decent amount of time. Decent. I'd say five to eight. Five to eight. Uh, and how many bosses were there? Twenty-five. Oh, you died. I don't know. Two hundred thirteen times. Higher. Higher. <laughs> Thought you were better at games than that, Tom. No. This game. Uh, Double it 500 times. You died 500 times. Higher. Higher? <laughs> Is it double that? Not quite. Uh, uh, 800 times. 850 times. 777 times I died. Oh, shit. Up until beating the devil. But a lot of times I would go back and like play bosses I've already beaten, just, you know, fuck around. And a lot of those deaths were contributed to that. But still, you know, by the end of the game, from how much I played, that's what happened. Yeah. All right. So it'll, it'll tell you that's. It's a decent amount. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. trial and error. You get fucked up, you go back in. You get fucked up, you go back in. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to have a good game, man. You got to feel it. Uh-huh. Sometimes you know when you're going to win. You just know it. You're like, I got this asshole this time. He's my little babe. How would you rate Cuphead if you had to give it over already? Uh, uh, 8.2. 8.2 out of 10? Yeah, just because, like I said, sometimes I feel like like it's at certain points when a boss would beat me, I was like, it would have been impossible for me to beat him this time. If that game wasn't like cups and shit and it was just people or uh monsters or whatever running around would it be the same would it be better no no it wouldn't no. like it being a cup running around the makes cup it... the cup adds like a they turn them into like a you know like like why, why are you like a, a plumber in a certain game you know why felix the cat you yeah know, it just just adds a extra level of you know fable and, and fairy tale to it you I know that just makes it a little, little bit funner <laughs> and the elder kettle man he's cool he's cool he, you know he tries to help you out <laughs> he's the all-knowing huh he's the all-knowing elder kettle he's the god in the game but yeah if you if you like a challenge and uh if you don't mind a challenge and love you know a, a beautiful game go get it for 20 bucks now and if, if you don't if you're not if you don't dig that maybe wait till it's free yeah, and get it off Xbox yep. or wait till it's on sale for five bucks. But remember, in six days, oh yeah, Shadow of War comes out. Oh, I'm too excited. Actually, uh, I went to GameStop the other day, which I don't even really like shopping there because they I'm suck. I'm gonna get it online. They suck. But anyways, uh, I took I had five dollars on Madden, I had five dollars on Shadow of War, and I had five dollars on uh, uh, Call of Duty World War Two. Okay. I canceled my Madden because that fucking piece of shit sucks nice and most people i think would agree with me if they played it uh and i canceled world war ii obviously because that game's gonna be junk too and i say it every week and i'm just saying i played the beta what a claim i played the beta and it's 
it's not gonna be like if if you want those kind of guns and shit, just play Battlefield One, because almost all the guns are in there, like almost all of them, you know, shotguns and everything, rifles, all that shit, doesn't matter. So and then I took that money and put it right on Shadow of War, and then I upgraded to the hundred dollar edition or deluxe edition, whatever it's called. That's what I was thinking about doing. Yeah. Well, what comes with that? Why is that so special? I didn't even ask, but it's all the, <laughs> it's all the DLC. Yes. So you get the season pass with it. So that I was like, all right, well, that's everything. So that's yeah. Fun. And I looked. I'm it, sure it said it had story mode add-ons. You know. I'm sure so. it's got add-ons. I'm sure it's got skins, weapons, uh, side missions, maybe. I'll probably get the hundred dollar one as well. Might have. Uh, I don't know. Might have some. Uh, like new characters or something yeah. you can put on there or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's gonna, gonna be badass. I think it's gonna be fun though, man. I'm excited. It's and be a and lot it of kinda fun. it kinda snuck up on me. I know we, we used to we kinda mentioned it every week, but I wasn't thinking about it and uh, I just happened to be near near GameStop and so I swung in there and I was like, Yeah, upgrade that one real yeah. quick. I haven't been this excited about a game since Fallout Four. Cause, so. Cause Shadow of Mortar was the shit. So it's like we've been ready. And not only that, like we said last week, Shadow of Mordor was kinda like the skeleton this is the skeleton with the meat mm-hmm. and the club, mm-hmm. and it's ready to mm-hmm. go. I want to raid some fucking castles and villages and shit. And just feel like a badass. You walk in, and you got your posse, and you're like, everybody's going to fucking die. I wouldn't even mind if they switched around, and you got to be the orc orcs if you wanted to, and you tried yeah. to work your way up the orc ranks and shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That would have been cool, too. But they, either way, we'll see what fair, it is. Yeah. It's going to be a good game, I think. I yeah. think it's getting really good reviews. So, so too excited, Gabe. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Uh, but today, Gabe, on the podcast, mm-hmm. you you came to me with the idea for a list that I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, best oh shit moments in movies. And yeah. I, this is not like like stuff you were expecting, uh, like at the end of like Die Hard, like the building blows up, and like or when Hans Gruber got thrown out. The these these are kind of like unsuspecting things. Yeah, but but also like moments where you see something about to happen. Or you know something's about yeah. to happen, and you're just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, here it goes. Yeah. Like we're you know. ready for so, it. So, so there's a couple of different scenarios, and yes. I even, I even have some uh, comedy ones actually in yeah. there. Uh, just oh shit moments where like, don't matter how many times you watch a comedic moment, you're like, "Oh shit, man!" Yeah. Like this motherfucker is, it's just great. And all, just stuff that surprised you because it, it, it's it's rare to do in, in movies these days, especially with fellows like us, Gabe. Well, well we've seen so much shit, and we know what's gonna happen, and we're like, "Oh, here comes this cliche bullshit." Yeah, yeah. So, so you see a lot of those oh shit moments where you've seen them over and over and over, but there are ones that stand out. Yeah. And uh, I kind of just wanted to do like ones that stand out personally. To us, yeah, like it doesn't have to be like top favorite movies yeah, of all it, time or they, moments they of all could time. Be a fucking D list movie. It I got could a be a, on my it list. could be a terrible movie with but a great when that, moment. When that moment happened, though, mm-hmm. fuck it all. It's like, oh, I'd save that movie. Even save, though I, I'll still tell people the movie yeah, sucks, but like the movie that sucks. Moment. But this will this will make it remembered above all other B, B movies. Yeah, yeah, and and our listeners gonna have to forgive that. We aren't gonna have all these moments on this list. Like I have a I have no. a page and a half or so of moments i'm gonna talk about hopefully we'll get through there's a lot of fun movies like that so and i'm sure like we're gonna and i'm gonna save my list too tom i'm not gonna throw it away because we might come back to this yeah because i think gordon actually is gonna really enjoy the list i'm sure he's got some down already so well we didn't want to hear about the oh shit moments in mother or or uh what's that baby driver when yeah when the, the hipster. I'm gonna watch. The, <laughs> I'm gonna watch the movie Baby Driver, but I hate the name of it. That's why I haven't watched it yet. I'm just like, man, it's it not is a terrible name. You got, you got to admit that. But I have heard it's good, not just yeah. from uh, Gordon though. 
All right. Well, let's let's delve in, Gabe. All right. Go ahead, all right. Give me one. All right. Well, let's. Uh, it's not a top ten, really. No. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to list from worst our, our favorite moments to worst just, or whatever. Yeah, but, it's just something we want to talk about. Uh, these are a few I wrote down. Um, and just to give you an example, the other day when I was texting, I told you, you know, take the moment from Pulp Fiction. Yes. Uh, and we'll start with that one just because I used it as an example yes. when I texted to you. Uh, Marvin's death. Marvin's death yeah, in Pulp yeah. Fiction. In Pulp Fiction. And if you don't just know what we're talking about. Soul. How about uh, also, Tom, let's uh, real quick before we get into it, spoiler alert for everybody. Because these, these are moments. Alert. These are moments, big moments in movies, basically. Of all the so. spoilers, yes. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Immediately. Marvin's death, dude. But if you haven't seen Pulp Fiction, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, there's something wrong with you. Get out and watch uh, that. But. but yeah, Marvin's death. He's sitting there talking to him, you know. Oh, my God. He's got I the just... gun on the seat, you know, but you're not even thinking about it because he's having a conversation yeah, with him. Yeah, he's like, so Marvin, what do you think? Bam. Yeah, he hits a bump or something. Like, and it just, it hit everybody in the audience. Oh, shit. Oh shit! Marvin's—he's like, oh man, I shot Marvin in the head. I shot Marvin. I think he's like, I think he says face. He's I like, shot Marvin in the face. I shot Marvin face. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And it's just so out of the blue. He's like a character that's not like he, usually in movies you would think like that's gonna happen to the asshole, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but Marvin that, was just a cool dude that was kind of in over his head. Uh huh. He's just rolling uh-huh. with the punches, and then all of a sudden. And man, if you watch him in the scenes before that, he's just the guy over standing in the corner, yeah, like it's, it's all a, scared. It's what's his name? Uh, I can't remember the name the of the guy from Mad TV. Yeah, I don't, I don't he, remember his he name. He plays the voice of Samurai Jack. The black too. guy from uh, Mad TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, do, he does a lot of good stuff. He's, he does from voices. Yeah, that's he, his bang thing. Yeah, man, he's, his he's, voices and cartoons. He's great, but yeah, man, that was so. There's a couple in Pulp Fiction, by the way. Yeah, uh, um, I wrote down, I said almost any scene from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, there. just uh, uh, when when uh, Vincent gets uh, killed by Bruce Willis. Well, see, my oh shit moment happened right before he got killed when uh, when Bruce Willis looks over and sees the gun the on gun, the counter. It's like, oh shit, somebody's the there. Yeah, that's it. And then you see Vincent, and you're like, "Oh, what's gonna happen here? He's gonna, they're gonna duke it out in battle, or he's just gonna and walk Vincent's out. Vincent's gonna jump out the window and lip. Yeah. No, he gets fucking iced so, right there. Yep, another one moment, of the main characters. Another moment is uh, when Bruce Willis is at the stoplight. Marcellus and Marcellus Wallace, Wallace walks in front of him and looks over at him. I had that one down. I had that one down. <laughs> that's like, oh shit, he sees him. Like, oh, that's uh, so good. Another one is uh, when. Uh, and they're in the pawn shop getting raped, we, and uh, Bruce Willis. Knows that one. Like, like not only that, like the, the fact that he escapes, but when he's picking up the weapons, and then you see him look at the top shelf and he grabs the samurai sword. And at that moment, I was like, "Oh shit, he's got samurai sword, dude!" Like, yeah, this is, this, <laughs> he's gonna this go is slice gonna be something else. He needed silence. Yeah, so there's a lot of those moments in that movie. You know what I mean? It's such a good movie for those old shit moments. Mm-hmm, That's why mm-hmm. that movie is so. It's one of the most. It's one of the best movies of all time. You oh know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Top ten for most people. And Tarantino's good at, at the ocean. Yeah, moments he does. Too. He's he's, he's yeah, a master. He throws them in at at at, at moments you, you you see them almost coming, but you're still not ready for them. It's like no you know, way. Yeah, it's like you look up and you see a baseball coming right at your face at the very last moment. Like you see it at the last moment, but what are you gonna do? Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you just get hit. Uh-huh, That's uh-huh. it of it. So yeah, it's like he, oh shit. He's a mastermind <laughs> with those moments. You're right though, Gabe. Yeah. Uh, uh, you got one you want to throw out real quick? Yes. Uh, for me, a big one was the Shawshank Redemption game. Okay, which moment are we talking about? Now, a lot of people, when they watched the Shawshank, they kind of knew the premise and knew what was going to happen. But I had only heard that Shawshank was a really good movie, and I had not seen it. I heard it was one of the best movies of all time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as a you know young movie critic, I said, "Well, I got to see it." Even though I I didn't know who it was about, I didn't know who. St- I think I knew Morgan Freeman might have been in it, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just watching it. Tim Robbins. Yeah, as a viewer with no expectations going in, except it's going to be good. Yep. And when you see, when the warden comes in his room and he's not there, it blew my fucking mind. (laughs) 
that he escaped. And then they go through it all and it makes perfect sense. Are you talking about when the warden comes in or are you talking about when the initial like guard comes in there? Who's like, Defray, get out of there. Yeah, like, yeah, just when he's gone, man. Because he, he says, oh my God. When like, when it hits you that he did this, it it's, oh shit, all of Well, things. they set it up too because uh, they make you think he's going to commit suicide. Yes, that's what I was thinking. I was like, is he going to be hanging in his cell? Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. And yeah. when you see... Him not necessarily, oh my God, like, was oh that shit. something special. Oh shit, he escaped. I was like, and then just to see him and all the stuff he does and what he does to the warden, it's just, oh shit, it's all over the place uh-huh, at the end uh-huh, of the movie. It's uh-huh. one of the best crafted narratives I've ever seen in a, in a film. I think uh, a literal oh shit moment from Shawshank is when they're tarring the roof. And he asked him if he loves his wife. And, <laughs> yeah. And he goes, move out of the way. This guy's about to have a fucking accident. You, like, can't, you can't say that. I swear to God, guys. the blonde-haired dude, the one who who Brooks puts the knife to, I swear he's like, oh shit, he's going to throw him off the roof. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I think good. it's in the background. I like that guy. He's a great That guy is actor. great in he's, there, man. He's a good character. Yeah. Couldn't play no Hank Williams, you know? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he's pissed about that. I know, man. But yeah, the ending of that movie, oh my God. The mm-hmm. Andy Dufresne, legendary for me, Gabe. Yeah. See, I think these moments make great movies. But like we just said a few minutes ago, they can also save terrible movies. Yes. Just because you're like, all right, I know the good moments coming yeah. up soon. I'll get through it. Like, well, well, give us one, Gabe, if you got one on there. A terrible uh, movie saved by a great moment. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got, I got one primed ready for that one. Go for it. Rambo. Okay. John Rambo. The original. Uh, no, not the original. Not 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 the original. His his one where he's old and he's like the riverboat captain. Okay. Uh, and if you've never seen, I don't think I've seen that one. If you've never seen the fifty cal scene at the end of that movie, what it is is like this army's kind of like coming through the jungle, right, Eddie? Mm-hmm. But he finds a jeep parked up on the top of this hill, kind of looking down at the army, and in the jeep is this fifty cal with this dude just chilling in the front seat. So he jumps into the back. Points the fifty cal at the back of the driver's head, who's like two inches away from it. Of course, that just yes, explodes I think into I've this, heard of this blood mist, right? And he goes on to massacre this entire fucking army, cutting down the jungle. Boats are rolling in. He's just fucking swinging the fifty cal over. Fifty cal, you can't play with it. Terrible movie, but that scene, like in that scene, you're like, yes, yes, the hour and a half was I'm worth like, it. Just that head exploding. Just the like, head exploding is like. The firecracker that kicks everything off. Another one you can see coming, but you're like, oh yes. uh If they do this uh the way I think they're going to do it, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, like I said, I think think, uh, Stallone knew it was like going to be a bad movie. And he goes, dude, let's just totally fucking destroy everything in the end of this fucking (laughs) thing. He goes, put me on a 50 cal. And And he goes, I'll destroy this little Vietnamese army that's going to be marching up this hill. And it's going to be over, dude. I like that. And uh, that's a great example of like a great scene in a terrible movie. As far as action, that's yes. a great action scene. And that was an oh shit moment where I, the first time you see it, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> let, let me give you one like that, Gabe. I think I may have the winner here. Gotcha. Of greatest B movie with such a moment that's out of nowhere that can you're I, just like, oh shit, oh fuck, no I, way. I, I want to take a guess. Go go for it. You can, well, if I, if I take a guess, because I got one on my list that I think is it might be the one you're talking about. One guess. Just just say it if it's title. I'll tell you. The Departed. No. Oh, okay. But okay. I do have that one on my list. Okay, all right. It we'll is talk, on my list. We'll talk about that. That's one not next. a B movie. It's, it's pretty. Depends on how you look at the movie. But. Most people say it's one of the best movies ever made. Most. I'm people not in are. that. I'm not in that class. I know neither you are. But most people. Are. I would say it's a B plus movie for me. But, but what's your moment? What's your moment? In a in a in a B D movie, you could mm-hmm. say. A movie called Deep Blue Sea. Have you seen Deep it? Deep Blue Sea. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. The little Jackson. hot French chick in there, whatever her name is. When uh, when you see like who you assume is the star of the film, 
uh-huh. giving a speech to all those people that they're going to go and they're going to fuck up all these sharks. It's Samuel Jackson, probably the hottest star in the film at the time. Mm-hmm. And this is halfway into the film. It's not the end. It's not a climax. This is halfway into the film. The shark fucking d- jumps up out the water as he's giving this speech and cuts him in half. Yeah, I remember it. Mind blown. Uh, really? Just no <laughs> way. He, just he's giving this speech and he's talking his ass off and he's getting everybody ready and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, yeah, a shark jumps up out of the water and fucking cuts him in half. Brilliant. It gotcha. Oh shit. <laughs> I was like, oh my. Well, I was like twelve or ten. Maybe even eight. Yeah. When that movie come out? Well, all my guy translates to no shit. So. <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, it blew my mind. Like I <laughs> That was, is like a D movie though, man. It, I don't know it's if a I'd, D movie yeah. for sure. And that moment made it legendary. <laughs> Just that one moment. I think people would agree with you because they yeah. expect the same guy to live. <laughs> you, you were thinking he was the guy, he was one of the two that might make it out. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I couldn't remember if he got cut in half like that or if he got his arm ripped off or something. It, it brought him in the water. He, did, he, he died. He died. Immediately. Died. He did not have like last words. <laughs> he was gone in the water. Done. Mm. Finished. <laughs> but man, that was that was something else, Gabe. I, That's cool. That's cool. Bl- Mind-blowing. LL Cool J is the one that lived at the end of that one, dude. <laughs> Dude, you killed my bird. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Uh, you, you got another one, Gabe? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Uh, let's mix it up a little bit. I'm gonna go straight to the Matrix. Okay, uh, yeah. The original Matrix when Neo gets up and says no, like yes. Then you realize like he is the one, and then yes. he's stopping bullets and destroying them up. I guess and it's over. At that point. But at that moment, I remember watching that because I don't care what you say now. Everybody loved The Matrix. Mm-hmm. People look at it now and go, man, it's got stupid and cheap and blah, Well, like, the sequels ruined it, but they, 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 they can't take away from the original. Nah, the original was great. And uh, when he gets back up, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's not dead. He is the one. He is the one. Yeah, that was on. that was something special. I, th- I just really like that. Not not really a surprising oh, shit moment because you kind of knew it was coming. But at the same time, you're like, man, he, is he fucking dead? Like, is Morpheus the one? Like, I don't yeah, know. like... But I really enjoyed that. And I, I don't think... I think The Matrix... Uh, like you said, the sequels are part of it, but then just like uh, popular opinion is part yeah. of it too, where people are like, "Yeah, it's not that good." Man. Well, the directors really put their heads up their own asses. Uh, in the in the other two, the Wachowskis, yeah, yeah, the Wachowski siblings, yeah. A couple of cool scenes in the other ones though, like the highway scene and shit, number two and all that. That was pretty cool. But what do you, what do you know about the Wachowskis, real quick, Gabe? Uh, not much. They they, they also make... made the Jupiter Ascending movie. Oh yeah, I knew they made that. It was awful. They yeah. they they really try to get deep and. I didn't uh, watch it. And it doesn't. <laughs> but... It's only worked out for them one time. They've only made one good movie, and that's the first Matrix. But uh, well, maybe they shouldn't try to get too deep and just try to write a good fucking story. But... Well, you know, when they made the Matrix, they were the Wachowski brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And then one of them transitioned to a female, so they were the Wachowski siblings, right? Oh yeah, I remember. And then the other one that. did, and now they're the Wachowski sisters. Are you serious? No, you're not, dude. You're fucking up. It's just wild, eh? <laughs> it's Hollywood, I guess, man. <laughs> like Dave Chappelle said, it's sick out there, dude. It's sick. Be- because I what I heard I heard uh, you know a lot of my uh, reviewers they were talking about them, and one day they called them the Wachowski brothers, then one day they called them the Wachowski siblings, and one day I was like, what the fuck? I had to Google. It. I was like, what the fuck? Do they keep changing their uh, <laughs> their pretenses. I don't know. I didn't know that much about them. I didn't know that much it's, about them. It's just kind of mind blowing. Well, at least I like the movie they had when they were normal, like <laughs> when they made when they were. Men. I don't think they were ever normal again. Nah, these these not. brothers are they're a little fucked up and up their own ass about <laughs> uh, philosophy and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what is reality and that kind of stuff. Yep. But uh, uh. 
I got I got one for you, Gabe. All right, hit us. Uh, the original Alien, Gabe. I got that one. I you know got exactly, that one? I know exactly. You know the one, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, this is back in the day when you know Predator. You got Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's he's the top guy, and you got all these other war movies, and you're expecting this big badass dude to finish it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you got uh, you know a uh, David Scarrett, a reasonable actor that you think. If you're in, if you're watching this movie for the first time, you're thinking he might be the main guy, and Sigourney Weaver. David Scarrett is the guy from the original Terminator. Is that right? I don't. I don't I'm not sure. No. He plays Dallas in uh, in Alien. Go ahead. Okay. But uh, Sigourney Weaver, and you think she's kind of like maybe the side character. She seems kind of bitchy and kind of the one that's gonna you bring everybody down. But you see David Scarrett, Dallas, going through, you know, the complex, and they're saying. Wait, we got a reading. Something, yeah. something coming towards you. And you hear you. the beeping, right? You hear the beeping, and it's getting closer. And he's like, "Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna make it out of this." He's, he's the lead star of the movie. And he turns around. He's got the flamethrower. He's about to blast this bastard. Then, it's over for him. It, well, is that the same scene? Because I wrote down the scene where he's, uh, he's like looking down at the monitor, and he's like, "That yes. can't, that can't be." Yes. That's this room or something the like that. The very same. Scene yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's where what the I aliens getting closer and closer, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's over for him, and he's. He's dead. Uh huh. That's a great scene too, man. He dies, and then you're like, "Well, what the fuck? <laughs> what is everybody gonna die?" And then you know, it turns out, you know, uh, really, uh, Sigourney Weaver is really the main star. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, it'd be like uh, the little. It was. Uh, it was good though. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Liked that. Oh yeah, it turned out great. It was. It was. It was. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. But just to see that kind of like, uh, you know, that shift in narrative, you were just <laughs> like, "Oh shit!" When he died, I mean, even me seeing it. You know, for the first time, I know Sigourney Weaver was the main person. I was like, there's no way this guy's going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you This think guy's he's... like the main dude. Nope. Nope. And then I was like, oh, shit, he's dead. They got you. They, <laughs> they got, got you got like, like Seagal with executive decision. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Except he didn't make it even a quarter of the way through the movie. So. Yeah. Well, uh, Gabe, you got another one? Yeah, let's, uh, I'm going to go way back, even farther than uh, than uh, Aliens. I'm going to go back to uh, Star, or actually, no, scratch it, scratch it. Because the one I wrote down, I had two for Star Wars. Okay. Right? Of course, the original, I Am Your Father, but everybody knows that one. You know, Luke, I'm Your Father. Yes. So I, I scratched that one out, and I wrote down uh, a modern one in a movie that everybody hates, which was Star Wars episode... Shit, I don't know the episode. But... What happened? The one where Anakin kills the kids. Oh, that's... At a, the, at the I think university it's a, the right? last one. Yeah, it's... Uh, episode three. Episode three. Well, it, it was... No, everybody. Didn't You're like right. It. You're but, right. And that most was... people don't. I, and Tom, me and you have talked about this like three or four times on this pod. It's such a scene where like he really is evil. He turns evil at that point, and nobody really really gets it. They're just like, oh, like, yeah, whatever. Like he's turning bad, but no. Nah. The motherfucker walked into a school and slaughtered children. And slaughtered children, dude. Like in, it, the, in the same movie where droids are bumping e- into each other and going, oh golly gosh. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then at the end, there's child murder. It child just shows you how fucked up. Mass it. murder. It's not like he just like killed the son of his enemy or something. This motherfucker walked into like a, f- a preschool, <laughs> an elementary school killed for young Jedi's, and wiped them out. And and how much of a of a punk do you got to be? You're like one of the most powerful. And you got to go kill the kids? Why not just send some clone to go do it yeah, or, or something? Or yeah. something. Why you got to cut all their heads off? I don't know. I know he. <laughs> I know he killed them all. Like and and that's fucked up. And when I watched that, like nobody else around me was like saying anything. I'm like, Anakin just murdered all those little kids, dude. I was like, what the hell is that? 
Uh, and was that a gunshot in the background just now? I, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought I heard a gunshot in my neighborhood. But either way. Could have been. But that was no shit moment for me in Star Wars. Uh, and rather than the Luke, I'm your father one, which almost everybody, 99% of people know. But when I saw that, I was like, oh shit, man. And even now, I watch it, I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, the, the tone of that, and that film in particular, was all over the place. Uh-huh. And that's why a lot of people... It didn't hit a lot of people because it was like goofy and stuff at the very beginning, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden there's child murder, and you're like, "Well, that that just seems like it seems like something." George is like, "Well, we're really gonna make this guy seem like an asshole." Yeah, yeah. So let's just do something really fucked up. It's how we murder all these children, like man. yeah, that, that seems narratively uh, like the children like were sense. threat, like were a major threat to y'all, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when I was watching, it, I was like, "You," yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like not in a way as like I was, you know, it's like. Not that you were surprised or anything, but well, you were, well, I, I was, was surprised, taken back. but I was like angry, like I shouldn't be surprised, like that should not have happened. That's yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, There's that a lot, lot more ways that they could have wrote that. I think, like all of a sudden, in like the Terminator movies, like he just ter- turns around, and, like slaughters, or you, you know what I mean? Just like it was out of the, it, it was out of the. Uh, What's the word? The tone of the film. Yeah, it was not made for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that it's, kind of it's, impact. Because most Star Wars films are fun but serious you know what i mean yeah and, but this one got silly yeah silly jar jar binks and shit running around oh you're right that is a good one game i like that one. i love the fan theories on jar jar binks too they're like oh well he's, he's sith a sith lord yeah he's a sith lord who's just acting the whole time i'm like i don't know yeah that's, uh one one like that that made sense gabe let me tell you one that made sense and you liked was uh i put watchman on there yeah. When Rorschach gets a hold of that child murder, child oh, yeah. molester, and oh, just yeah. fucking... Sh- One of my I, favorite scenes in that whole movie. You see it uh-huh. all. I mean, it's not like, you know, like like you hear it in the background. This motherfucker takes this... What, was it a child molester or a child killer? Both. Okay. He was both. He uh, he had kidnapped some little girl, raped her, and then burned her uh, up in his, uh, in his like yeah. stove or something. Yeah, and so. if you haven't seen it, Rorschach's like a, a Batman-esque... Uh, you know, superhero in this movie, folks, and he but, just gets a hold of this guy, mm-hmm. and he fucks him like like he. I love how the uh, cuts him to pieces. And you, just, you like as you're watching it though, you think he's gonna go ahead and do it, but but he kind of hesitates. But I love the hesitation because you actually hear his, his breathing in the movie. Yes, and you hear him kind of get intense, like <laughs> he's and then it boom, like just a big cleaver right to the forehead of that guy. And like, at a certain point, you know, as the audience, you relate to him. He's like, I don't know. At a certain point, I might be able to do it myself uh-huh. if, I, if I had to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, it makes sense narratively. It's like what Star Wars should have been, you know? I think a lot of people had that, uh, had the Watchmen had a lot of those oh shit moments in them. Um, guys like us who, because I'd read the comic right, you know, you know, almost right before when I heard the movies coming out, I was like, all right, let me go reread the comic because it was awesome. You know, yeah. so I kind of saw it coming because that movie is one of the few movies that almost takes the comic book square or uh, frame by frame from the comics to yes. the movies, and it's great. And that's why it was so good. And I don't know why other comic book movies don't do that because you have the layout, you have the story, it's you ridiculous. have the dialogue. Just add a filler, add fillers to it, and and it'll be great. But, Real yeah. quick, Gabe, news on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard, but DC is basically scrapping their universe. Oh yeah, it's, it's happened. It's that, fi- it's finally happened. I didn't know that. They said they might still do a few movies that are in the universe, but after you know, they said mainly is because the success of Wonder Woman. Which I mean, I think there was a lot of other opportunities before then that you should have saw. But they said since Wonder Woman was kind of out of that universe and it did so well, 
then we can do other superheroes without being in this universe. You see what I'm saying? But she is in the universe. She is, she is. But you really don't notice it through the movie. You know what I mean? Well, because her shit originated in World War One. Exactly. So, but it's its own story. It really doesn't have any connection. You, like you don't see Batman or Superman or or asshole Lex Luthor. You don't see any of that stuff. Uh-huh. So it's basically a movie by itself. So it was kind of like a, an experiment for them. That they could also get away with. So they seen the success of that and it's like we don't need to make this fucking this narrative stuff. Let's just from now on, you know, make a, some movies separate. They said they're still going to do some in that universe, but for the most part, they moved on, which is excellent. Man, Batman, Justice League, or whatever it's going to be called. It's, it's, it's going to. It sounded like it might be the worst movie ever made. I I'm guess. excited to see it. <laughs> I want to see how bad it is. I know, man. We need to pull a Mystery Science Theater on this We night. have to. Well, let's watch it first, seriously, and then we'll do the Mystery yes. Science Theater. <laughs> I, I mean, our expectations are basically zero, so if they do yeah, anything... I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some cool Batman scenes in it, right? I hope, man. I don't know, though. Like, <laughs> if it's like the last Batman, they ruined it all with the trailer. They showed all the best scenes in the trailer. So, yeah. uh, But uh, let, let me give you another uh, superhero uh, movie. Oh, uh, shit moment? Yeah, oh shit moments. Let's remind, uh, spoiler alerts, just in case you haven't seen these movies. These are big moments in these movies, so. Uh, Sin City. Yeah. Basically anything Marv did. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything, he was like, this guy, oh shit, this guy Mm -hmm. is the man. And uh, one, I guess, in particular, of all the crazy shit he does through that whole movie was with uh, Elijah Wood, you know, as that crazy little fucker. He finally gets his hands on this little psychopathic killer. And he goes psychopath on him. He starts, like, cutting out his, his guts and stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you're just like, oh, shit, is this really going on right He's cutting him up, man. It was He's good. Up. He it said was that, all good. And he said uh, that kid didn't make a noise the whole time. I know. Man. Elijah was, like, was oh, so creepy. Shit. Yeah, like, all of that stuff combined just made that such a oh, shit moment. Mm-hmm. Like, is this really going on? Mm-hmm. And it was so mm-hmm. good. A lot of a lot of moments like that in that whole movie. Yeah, Sin City was really good. I really liked Sin Great City. Great narrative. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just was that Frank Miller? Frank Miller made yes. that? Yeah, he did a good job on that one. Yeah, he made the second one too, which wasn't so great. He's not good at sequels. Well, the second one had Josh Brolin in it. And I, I try to tell y'all, he'd be ruining shit because he's an over-actor. <laughs> he's an over-actor, dude. He'd be terrible. I agree. He, he, it wasn't <laughs> great in that movie, right? Hey, let's get back uh, uh, to the Departed scene we were just talking about a few minutes ago. Yes, yes. let's Because that's on my list too. The elevator the scene. The elevator scene. The elevator the scene. And when I looked up some uh, message boards... On uh, on this particular question on Reddit, mm-hmm. a lot of people have that. As, oh yeah, as they, they should because I know I, I'm not a big fan of that movie. I I, I give that movie a B, uh, like we said earlier, uh, for certain. There's something about it, man. I think you're right. There's a lot of plot holes, is what it and is. Cliches. For me. There's just yeah, there's just a few cliches. It's a it's a remake of uh, that other movie, by the way. That's I what I heard. I can't remember what the name of it is, but um, the elevator scene. Yeah. You think DiCaprio's got him, it's all good, you know. Man. You hear ding, the elevator door opens up. Yeah. You know, and just blood That's it. on the back wall, dude. That and was like, brilliant. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then and then later on when, uh, when uh, Mark Wahlberg comes back. That's an oh shit moment, You see too. him decked out in that murder suit. In the murder know, suit, yeah. No you know it's over. No blood splatter on anything. And, yeah. And, 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 and Matt Damon, he knew, too. He was like, oh, well, that. Oh, yeah. He kind of just kind of, his shoulders kind of like hung for a second. He's like, all right. Do your business. The little silence of noise in movies is great, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, great two moments right there. Definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. Um 
Could we uh, switch over to... T- I know we said we wasn't going to do TV. I didn't want to do TV shows. But I just want to do one show. And you know the show. Man, if we do TV shows, it's going to be Game of Thrones. You know moments. the show. The exact show you just <laughs> mentioned. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Folks, if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, it's got so many oh shit moments in it. You can't, you can't count them on ten, ten people's hands. Yeah, know? and don't be one of these guys like, I'm not watching it because everybody else is watching it. Like, it's, no, no, it's no, one no, of the no, shows no. everybody's watching because it actually is good. Not because it's CBS promotes it so it. much. Yeah, yes, it's it's actually really good. It's and and it's so unexpected things in there. Uh, this they, they're cheapening up a little bit on it, like last year, but I think that's a whole setup for the very last season, honestly. But what's your what's your the biggest one? Oh shit! Moment in the, Game of Thrones for me through the series so far, and I won't talk about the scene because I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen. It, but I'll just say the scene. Okay, the mountain and the viper. The what mountain happens and the viper. Okay. What happens at the end of that scene? Yeah, just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No fucking way. I was. I think. And it's so. It catches you off guard. And of course, the other one in see the end of season three. You know, everybody yeah. calls the red wedding. The red that wedding. That one as well. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But there's just so many. You just like this show is is the fucking. It's uh-huh. the fucking. It's. You know the pinnacle. Oh yeah, yeah. I, just I would agree. You, That's a, definitely a no shit moment in there. So if you don't see coming. That blows your mind, that you don't expect, mm-hmm. and that works narratively. Yes. It hits all those ticks yep. Yep. and just makes it. But yeah, the Mountain and the Viper, when I first saw that, it blew my fucking head off. That's a conflicting scene, too, <laughs> because uh, you feel bad for the guy, but at the yes. same time, you're like, that's what you get, asshole. Yes. That's what you get. Like, that's what you get, man. <laughs> try to fuck around instead of take care of business. With this human, this eight-foot human monster. They call it the Mountain. Yes. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's so good. God, go start watching that show if you haven't seen. How yeah, many times we yeah. got to tell you? But that's why I didn't want to do television shows, man, because it was gonna be Game of Thrones moments and like that's the only one I want to talk breaking about. Breaking Bad moments. That's the only like, one I, I. It just kept coming back up in my head. I said we at least got to mention it. That is the exact reason I did not want to put TV shows in there, man. <laughs> but yeah, there's just too many for TV shows. Because more and more t- television is getting TV better than mo- television's getting better than movies. Another one with old shit so. moments is is uh, American Horror Story. Go watch those. Mm-hmm. it's littered with them just yeah. like yeah. and again it, it's not as good as Game of Thrones because a lot of them it's just like it's shock value it's shock value yep. but you're just still like oh shit man yeah. That, yeah. That, they got some really good writing in there though some little yeah, twists and shit they, they got going on I mean, a lot of confusing shit in some of those in some of those American Horror Story yeah. episodes man it's like man what the it, fuck yeah, why just, the fuck are aliens coming down in this insane asylum and kidnapping yeah. people and, just try to have fun when you're watching it <laughs> yeah yeah it's great and, for this type of year or, or for this uh, this time of year that's when I started binging all of them 2014 we were working on relationship I, I watched all the first three seasons oh yeah it's good man it's good it but fun. like I said it's Halloween time now so it's a good time to get into all these yeah, definitely uh, horror shows check that one out uh, Gabe you want to hit us with another uh, yeah we can stick to horror real quick uh, uh, alright the opening scene from 28 weeks later yes not 28 days later 28 weeks later yes the, the opening scene where he has to run through the field and the zombies are chasing him at the beginning. Remind me, remind me. I'm pretty right, sure I've uh, seen this. There's like, there's like these people, they're holed up in a farmhouse. They've survived all the zombie shit, but all the doors and windows are still boarded up. They're eating canned foods in there. Candles are lit and shit. There's a knock on the door. It's a little kid being chased by zombies. They let the kid in. Of course, zombies get in, you know. And the oh shit moment that got me uh, was... Uh, the husband and wife are, are in their room when a zombie breaks in, but they're split. Like, the husband's on one side and the wife is on the other. And the, the, the husband can go try to save his wife 
Or he's right beside the exit door right there. <laughs> oh, no. And he he leaves. He leaves it right there and, and exit. And it's like, oh, shit. He just left his wife. Oh, my God. I do crazy. think I remember that. Remember, he looks back up at the window and he sees her, like, getting dragged off by zombies. Yes. But, but so that's, the that's the, like, the kickstart of the oh, shit moment. But when he's running in the field... And he's running as hard as he fucking can, and those zombies are like just sprinting. Anybody knows twenty eight days later zombies, they're, twenty eight weeks later zombies. They're the fast infected. As oh, they're probably. the fastest motherfuckers you ever. They're like they run four four one forties all. Yeah, time they're not shit. the limping. But dead. I don't know. Just that scene is really intense. Uh, another, I'd say it's a C movie for me because um, the story kind of you're right goes kind of haywire right. a little bit. But, you, yes. Uh, that scene, it's like oh shit, is that motherfucker's getting chased hardcore. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like some stuff like in the movies like hostile. Has a lot of moments like that. They just like, oh shit. Well, I saw Hostels more uh, just gore. Like, you yeah, know, if you just love seeing motherfuckers get tortured, yeah, and cut up, like, it's like, it, are they really gonna go? Yeah, yeah, they they did it. They but, did that. <laughs> but this guy was. It's like him running in an open field with a horde of zombies yeah. right behind him. It's crazy. It's, it's fucked up. And he has to get to that boat at that creek and shit, man. I'm just like, god damn, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how how do you live with yourself after that game? There's no uh, going back, man. He, I mean, they, it, they go through the movie a little bit, and it, it gets brought back up, him leaving his wife and shit. But um, definitely no shit horror movie or horror moment. Uh, to keep the audience down, I'll mention another one. Uh, Saving Private Ryan, Gabe. All right. The opening? No, no, no. No? Later on in the movie, when that Nazi that they captured earlier, that they let go, comes back and fucking butchers like three of them. And when, do you remember that at the end? That's not the same guy. Are you sure? The guy at the end that Oppen ends up shooting, that is the same guy. But the guy that stabs the other guy in that knife fight in the in the room is a totally different guy. Oh, is that right? I swear to God. Still, that scene though, yes, with the knife coming down yes. in a main character, uh huh, and it's so brutal uh, and visceral. You're watching like, oh, shit. the knife fight scene is crazy. It's horrific. There's that Horrific. Moment, there's that pause moment where they think it's Oppen coming up with ammo, but there's no like, they're like Oppen. Op him! <laughs> and there's no answer. And then the gunfire like rains through the, the drywall at him and hits the dude in the throat. Yes. And then that dude comes running in. He has to knife fight him with a bayonet and a couple things. And then like they're just going. And it, you, like you said, you see that knife slowly going down. Oh. He tries to actually reason with him because he's almost he's like knows he's about to die instead of fighting. He's gonna be like he's like wait 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 man let's talk about this. You know? Yes. Oh, no. it's, it's horrific. And it goes in slow too. And it's like oh uh, shit. It's <laughs> like yeah. a character you love. I, I think it was it was the same guy who played the bear Jew. Uh, I forget his name. Nah, uh, it's not that guy. It's the guy from. Uh, it's the guy from Days and Confused. You're right. It's the you're guy. Right, it's the guy right. from Days and Confused you're back right. in the day. I forget his they name. They look a little too. bit like. He's right. been in a couple different movies though. Yeah. Yeah, but man, that that scene was just mind blowing. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna say the opening scene of Saving Private. I mean, Ryan. the opening scene. Well, you know what's when the happen. first gate drops. You know what's gonna happen in the opening scene. Yeah, that whole movie is another one where it's like just oh shit the yeah, whole time. Yeah, just a lot of great moments in that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got another one, Gabe? Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a few more here. Uh, I don't have any war ones. Uh, I got a fun one though. I do have a fun one. I, I think it was one of the first ones I thought. Lighten of. it up a little, Gabe. Lighten it up. Indiana Jones. Uh, I believe it's the Temple of Doom. Is that where all the kids are slaves and everything? Yes. Okay. The bridge. Yeah. The bridge scene. Uh, they're surrounded on both sides. When the bad guys are coming at him. He's raising up at Machete. Well, like right before, because he says something in Chinese to the little kid. Yeah. And you see the kid wrap his leg around the rope, and, and he, he goes, "Hang on, lady. Hang on, lady. <laughs> we going for a ride." <laughs> like she's like, "Oh, and I'm like, shit. oh shit, is he gonna cut the fucking bridge?" And then he's got that look in his eye. Yeah. Harrison Ford never looked better. And chops the fucking bridge and just risk it all, dude. Because I've been like. 
Man, don't chop that fucking bridge, dude. Yeah, like, we're come fucked. On. Yeah, that was, that was good. Do you also, know the impact that's gonna have when it swings across that rock, dude? Also, in that movie, when he's fighting that guy and like the guy's uh, scarf gets caught up in that in that roller. Oh yeah. And then you're like, is this gonna happen? Is is any? And then he tries to save him. He tries to save him, man. He gets, he, he gets fucking crushed to death. Yeah, because it's a rock crusher. He's rolling that's into it, man. That's it, man. Yeah, that was that was pretty. Uh, that guy had it coming. Up, that was intense. Yeah. yeah. I also like when they're actually hanging on the bridge against the rope after he's cut it. Uh, and he's talking to the main guy, and they got the bag of, of special stones in their hands. Yeah. And he's like, you betrayed Shiva. You know? <laughs> Shiva doesn't like that. <laughs> that was good. That was good. So, I love I loved the old Indiana Jones, man. Was, Let's not talk about movies. the Crystal Skull shit. No, no. Because like, like in Sonny, when they're talking about Indiana Jones, they're like, the last one's kind of out for me, too. And he goes, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even count it. You know? Like, that's not even counting. <laughs> like, they're right. Don't count that one. So. But, yeah. I forget what he says on the bridge. Uh... He go, he says something like Indiana Jones says something like I'll see you in hell or something like yeah. that right before he cuts it something like that it's badass <laughs> he has to chop it too man <laughs> but yeah I like that. that that's a good one that uh, lightens it up a little uh, <laughs> Gabe I got another one for you what you got the end of Fight Club oh yeah when fucking shit just starts <clears throat> coming down the explosions yeah, of the buildings coming like, down oh shit I didn't know they was like I mean you can see the movie it's building to that but <clears throat> man when it happens you're like these guys pulled it off, man. Yeah, yeah. They had a goal, yeah. and they set out, and they they accomplished it. A lot of like-minded individuals. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, Bunch yeah, of crazy just, but you, mo- Most people like that, they do a lot of talking, but they usually don't get <laughs> shit done. But that movie, they got it done. It was like his, his, you know, Tyler Durden was getting it done. Yeah. You know, and he was, like, in the dark, like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> That was, but that the, the ending it was it was it was intense. If mm-hmm. you haven't seen that, folks, mm-hmm. go see it. You know what I'm talking about. I thought it was. I thought their little fight was crazy, because uh, they show some like footage, like camera footage from like the the basement where they was fighting, and you see him like dragging himself up the ramps and shit, like beating himself up. Yeah. The whole time I'm like, oh shit, this motherfucker's crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when it all sets in too in that movie. Yes, it's just like it just hits you. That's such a great movie narratively. <laughs> And it, re- it really speaks to me, mm-hmm. you know, I guess my generation. I like Fight Club. I, th- I I never read the book, but I heard the book was a lot better. That's what I heard. Well, they so. it's, isn't that how they... Yeah, that's that, a, that's most, most people say, say that on anything. It, so. I mean, if, if what they don't show in the movie isn't what pe- each individual person had in their head when they read the book, mm-hmm. then it, mm-hmm. then it's lesser. Which gotcha. they, they can't be in everybody's head and make the perfect movie. No. It's not no. how reality it's works. Very difficult. And you mess up a lot of movies when people when directors yeah. try that. Try to please yeah. everybody. Uh, I got a lighter one uh, here, Gabe. All right. Uh, Willy Wonka, Gabe. Do you know where I'm going with this? Willy Wonka. The uh, original. The riverboat or the, the boat scene? The boat scene. Yeah, yeah. I love that scene, too. That scene comes out fucking It's nowhere. a trippy scene, man. And it's so good. And... Uh, uh, what's his name? Gene Wilder is acting as ass off. Oh and yeah, he's really chewing the scene. The rowers keep on rowing, and, and you <laughs> you hear that the actors didn't know that that was coming. They didn't. They oh, had shit. no idea. And then all of a sudden, Gene Wilder is just up there acting like a nut. Oh yeah. And then a lot of those reactions were genuine. And you got the uh, the lights, and then the pictures showing up on the, the walls the and the shit. Weird, strange imagery. Yeah, it's not like Candyland in that no, motherfucker. No, no, no. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, like the eyeballs and dead stuff, and it was and spiders and crawling around. Fucking and weird, man. <laughs> Out of nowhere, and you're like, "What the hell is going on?" Oh yeah, and then it comes to a sudden stop. 
And he's like, oh, we're here. <laughs> we're here. Is every, every, it's like, oh, shit. Everybody get off. Everybody the get the fuck, fuck off. What is wrong with Mr. Wonka, dude? <laughs> this guy's a nut. We got to get the fuck out of here is what oh, I'd be yeah. thinking. I Maybe said good day, sir. Like, <laughs> right. He's pissed at the end for some reason. It. I didn't I get it. it. <laughs> like, As a kid, I'm like, man, I don't understand it. Well, well, he just wasted his day at that point. I know. I got it later on, but I remember like watching it as a kid. I'm like, why is he mad? Damn. They didn't do nothing. Damn. What the hell? <laughs> but yeah. Uh <laughs> and another uh, kids movie, Gabe. Did you ever see uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yes. The truck scene with Large Marge. Out I don't, of nowhere. I don't remember it. Is that the one about his bicycle? Yes. Uh, I remember. I remember his bicycle. <laughs> it's a great about movie. It. It's, nah, it's, it's fun. Not. It's fun. It's fun. I love it. I loved it when I was a kid. I still love it. Pee Wee's so weird, dude. Even back in the day, I was like, "What is wrong with this guy?" But there's there's a truck scene that's kind of like the, that scene from Willy Wonka. That's just kind of like out of nowhere and kind of real creepy. And I don't remember the truck scene. I don't remember it. Man. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> but I love it. What they What happens in it? He he just like gets in a truck to hitchhike, and there's this crazy old chick. It's like just trying to freak him out and saying all this weird stuff to him. Yeah. It turns out she was a ghost. It's crazy stuff, Gabe. Huh. I don't remember that. Large Marge. You don't remember Large Marge? <laughs> nope. I remember his bike. I remember he had a red bike in there. He did have a red bike. That was it. It's in the it. basement. It was a cool looking bike though, I remember. Like I wanted it. I was like, that bike's kinda cool. Everybody coveted that bike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a I got a comedic moment. Go for it, Gabe. Uh Dumb and Dumber, the first one. Yes. Uh the bus scene at the end. I think it's brilliantly written. I think it's fucking brilliant. I think it's I one know. of the most brilliant moments in movie history. It's so history, heartbreaking, dude. though, ain't it? <laughs> you know? But but it is perfect. They're though, like, well, they, they need two old boys. And, uh, to grease Jeff Daniels, up. what's he say? He's like, you're in luck. You are in luck today, yeah, ladies. Yeah. There's a town. <laughs> Just a couple miles that way. The the, the, the writer twists you so many times because <laughs> the original thought is that they're going to be like, they're like, oh, shit, they finally lucked out and they can't fuck this up. They're just going to get on the, the bus with a whole bunch of hot chicks and be their oil boys, right? Yes. But he's like, there's a town two miles that way. Right? And it's just showing you that they're, they're just, they're just fuck-ups. But again, you're like, man, matter. god damn it, he fucked it up. It doesn't matter how many opportunities they get, they're just fuck-ups. And with a matter of like, like two seconds, up. the writer turns it back on you again. Because Jim Carrey grabs his face and once he's you like, you idiot! Do you realize what you've done? And you're like, oh shit, they're going to correct it. They, they're not, you know, okay. that, they're not that fucking dumb. Like, yeah. Well, Jeff Daniels is, but Jim Carrey's character's got it figured out. Yeah, yeah. And and you're like, got, okay, he's going to save it. They're going to get on the, the bus still. That's not he the case. He stops the bus. He goes, excuse me, my friend's a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, all right, well, they're just going to jump on the bus. He goes, the town's back that way. Oh, <laughs> heartbreaking. Every time I watch it, dude, like, even though I know it's a setup and everything, it's fucking great. You're in the moment. One of the, one of the best oh shit moments in, in comedies, I think, you know. Yeah, that is a good one. I like that one. Brilliantly written. I don't know who wrote it, but I'm telling them they're, they're brilliant. Uh, I got some more horror films for you, Gabe. All right. I got a, I got, let's see, I got a couple horror films. Nothing crazy. All right, let's, let's hit them all. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, this first one, Gabe, a movie called Saul. The yeah. original. Yeah. The yeah. first one, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it was classic, <laughs> before it was bastardized. Yeah, yeah. With uh, the, the remakes uh, three through seven, I think. I gotcha. Yeah, and a new but one coming out this year. The first one, though, when my sister my sister had seen it before me, and I was like, what, 10 or whatever when this fucking movie came out. She's like, you will never guess who <laughs> the killer is. <laughs> so the whole movie, I was thinking, who the fuck could it be? It's this guy, it's this guy. And at the end of the movie, when the dead guy that's been in the whole film. Uh-huh, laying in the middle of the room. And laying there in the middle of the room gets up. When he stands up. 
you're like, no fucking way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mind they, blown. They, they have that dramatic uh, door close. Yeah, with the music. That is a no shit moment in horror, man. So good. Oh shit, he's been there the whole fucking he's, time. Yeah, just narratively and, you know, for a horror film, it was... Oh, it was brilliant. It, it was. was brilliant. It was so yeah. good. Yeah, watered down by all the other ones after. Yes, it, yeah, so it really, yeah, it really, really tainted it. Yeah, I really enjoyed the first uh, Saw. I really liked it. it Hopefully, this next one's a return to form. <laughs> I'm not gonna make any promises, but hey. nah, I don't think it's gonna have any of those moments in it though. No, because that, that was good. that was not expected at all. It cannot reach that height again. Uh, like, because like I said, they nobody even thought of it. Like the first time you watched that movie. You just assume the guy's dead. It's like, all right, well, that's just another schmuck landing. in the Just room. another dead schmuck. Uh-huh. And the whole film, you see, it's not like they cut away somewhere else. Almost the whole film takes place in that scene yeah. with that guy mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's become a, a part of, you know, the landscape, basically. And then the the discipline of that guy to just lay there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Tobin Bell, man. He's a yeah, legend. Yeah, he's a light breather, I guess. He, very much so. <laughs> that's but, a good one, though. My, uh, my horror one is, uh, uh, it's not from... Uh, uh, like a gore movie. Uh, well, I mean, it depends. Uh, seven. Yes. Uh, the ending of Seven. The box. Well, yeah, yeah, the box. Yeah. The infamous. When he realizes his wife's dead, basically. Yes. You know. He understands. Uh, they never show it though. Like, and that's great. That's a great part of the movie. Narratively, is, is the, yeah. That you don't see her head in the box. You just understand. It the all dialogue. Comes the dialogue tells you what it is. Morgan Freeman's reaction tells you what it is. It brings shit. you in. And you're like, oh, do I? I think I might see where this is going. Yeah, and uh, in particular, in that scene, the exact moment when Kevin Spacey says she begged for her life and the life of the child inside of her, and you're like, oh shit, she <laughs> oh, was pregnant. And that that moment, it actually translates to Brad Pitt's character in there. You see him, it just this wave come over him, just, and uh, it's like, oh my god. Like, I mean, I I kind of like I think I had that movie spoiled for me, so I kind of knew, but I couldn't imagine the the feeling people in theaters. Uh-huh. Had when they first saw that, uh-huh. and they had no idea. What was the great, going on. I mean, the great part of that whole scene is that the the Kevin Spacey did complete his mission too in that scene. Yes, he killed. He did it all, man. He was the uh, what was his sin? Uh, 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 he coveted envy. Yeah, he envied uh, the normal life Brad Pitt had. Exactly. And Brad Pitt's sin was uh, Rage, vengeance wrath, or yeah. wrath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's like, oh my god, it worked! It worked, worked so perfect, and it was all brought together with one scene at the end. It's, like, it's so oh, good, man. narratively. With three perfect. great, well, two great actors and one C plus actor. Kevin Spacey, in my opinion, is not great, but oh yeah, uh, Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt. I really, I think they're good. I think they're good. So, uh, really, uh, oh shit, moment. A couple of other ones in that movie as well, but that one stood out. No doubt, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I got another uh, one last horror one, Gabe. All right, for my favorite horror film. The thing, Gabe. You've seen it. Yeah. I Man, I almost wanted to put something like that in there, but I kind of expected one of y'all to do the thing, and, and I'm glad I didn't put it on my list. Yes. Uh, the thing has some great moments oh, that yeah. are just fucking mind-bending. You talking about like the defibrillator scene? The defibrillator scene, the and defibrillator shit? scene uh, in particular. Yeah, yeah. There's some just, crazy. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's, he's, you when his chest pops open and he fucking bites that guy's arms off, yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Well, it's like happen? his insides <laughs> like, became a mouth and like ripped the dude's arms off. As he's right, trying yeah. to bring him back to life, start his heart back up, the guy's stomach turns it into a monster caves in, like... and bites the guy's arms off. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you're, you're just sitting there with your mouth agape. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
that would baffled. Been a great one to see in theaters originally. I Wouldn't it have been? Mm-hmm. Oh, when I first saw it, I, I couldn't get enough of it. I loved it. Might have to see if they are they're putting because some theaters do like do old movies like that. Might have to look at one. They up, should. See if it's playing anywhere. And also to add on to that scene, the spider head. The the thing walking around. It's got the head on top of it. When like, when that guy's head falls off his body. Yeah. It's on the floor. Yeah. And sprouts legs, spider legs, and starts walking away. And you think it's going to get away, and they turn around, and they're like, what the fuck? Who made uh, the thing? Is Carpenter? <laughs> yeah, John Carpenter. John Carpenter, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, he remade it from an old premise, but he that that's the that's the definitive thing, is the 80s with... with and that, the, that little head popping off and shit. Man. Oh, my God. Was that amazing? <laughs> and you just see the little head walk out of the room. And, yeah, And yeah. they're just like, what, what, what are we doing here, man? Man, I tried to watch the new The Thing, and I, I didn't don't, watch it. No, yeah. it's... It's garbage. I think I got like half hour into it and fell asleep. It's really a prequel to the first one, so really? it's, it's not a remake. Oh, oh shit! I didn't so know that. it might make it a little better that they didn't, you know, rip off the story. But yeah, that's a classic horror right there. Oh man, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. many, so many, just every, all the pop ups of that movie because it's so fucked up and so weird and disturbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. the, the the visceral gore and horror of it. I love it. Oh yeah, great shit, great shit. As far as classic, I, I I'm a, I got a western. I got a couple westerns, but I'm just gonna I'll start with this one. All right, go for it. Uh, Unforgiven. Yes. Uh, there's a couple moments at the end. A lot of people will say the when he walks into the the tavern at the end and starts to gun him down. That's an oh shit scene. But yeah. I want to go like a little bit before that happens in the movie, where uh, William Money finds out Ned's dead. Yes. Uh, from from one of the horrors. Who was Ned? Morgan Freeman. Yes. Uh, 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 he was Clint Eastwood's best friend in that right. movie. William Money's best friend in that movie. Right. And they had separated because they knew they were going to be looking, you know, people were looking for him and they were like, well, let's separate. And they caught Ned, killed him. The whore kind of relays that. He, and he's like, nah, Ned's not dead. He went south yesterday. And she goes, nah, he's dead. And he's got, yeah, they got that, a, that was rough. They got a sign on him in front of Greeley's. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she says. And he's like, they got a sign on him in front of Greeley's. Like, <laughs> you know, at that point, and, and he grabs the whiskey bottle, which they made it a point throughout the whole movie to tell you that he's he doesn't drink anymore. So at that moment, because I'm a big western fan, those are like tiny moments like that in movies. You know, westerns. I was like, oh shit, Here it comes. you don't kill Clint Eastwood's best friend, dude. You just don't do it in westerns. That's just like, bad idea. On and he started one. drinking and shit. And uh, the next scene, like the rain's coming down. It's at nighttime. The next scene is. And it's kind of the view from the horse, kind of first person view, and the, you see the empty whiskey bottle get thrown down to the ground. I'm like, oh fuck, it's he all done got drunk again, and he's gonna fucking fuck people up, you know? Yeah, all that old training's gonna come back. Yeah, yeah, a great moment in a western movie where I was like, oh shit, that is a great movie. And that's that a, it's not a surprise moment. That's not a gore moment. That's not a shootout. That's that's a moment prior to all that shit, where you just know the guy's about to go fuck up somebody. That's my favorite you know? western by far. Unforgiven. Yeah, really good, great western. And then, and then Django, and then Tombstone. I got Tombstone on here. If you want to hear it real quick, go well, for I'll, it. I'll We're on Western. Uh, when Doc walks out of the shadows to fight Johnny Ringo at the end, yeah, and everybody thought it was supposed to be uh, wide, or everybody you know expected it to be wider coming out of the shadows, right? Uh, I've seen that movie over a hundred times, so I kind of I know you love it. Again. It's I still love it, but I, like I don't, I'm not a big fan. First time you watch it. And you think it's white, gonna come out of the shadows, and Doc's like, I'll be your Huckleberry. It's Stop. like, oh shit, Doc's gonna fuck him up, line. dude. Dude, Doc destroys him right there. So. I, don't, I don't, I don't. A lot of people love a game. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a, those are two of my favorite westerns, so I had to throw some westerns in there. What else you got? Uh, I got uh, the uh, the end of Inglorious Bastards game, another Quentin Tarantino film. Mm-hmm. When he 
aims that machine gun down and just fucks Hitler up. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is going on? This is clearly not a... Uh, the uh, realistic depiction, unless I, I was just not paying attention in history. Class. I think they just no, it's not, it's not accurate. <laughs> but you're just like wow, and it's just so visceral, and just you see the bullets flying into Hitler's face, and uh-huh. you're just like, this is awesome. I think Tarantino said, "What would most people want to see as far as a Hitler scene, <laughs> yeah, something like that?" And he's like, "Let's just fuck him up yeah. with a machine gun, dude." Yeah, you don't see it coming, yeah. and then all of a sudden, it's just it's. I, I'm not a big fan of Inglorious Bastards. I think it's a lot of. Uh, window dressing type of deal going on in that movie yeah uh but i mean it's fine like it's the opening scene come on kid yeah yeah the high tense scene where the kids are underneath the, i love it uh the floorboards and i shit. love every minute of it yeah yeah it's good it's just not great <laughs> fair enough but that the, the seat at the end yeah yeah i think everybody just, was out, like, just out of nowhere i think everybody's like oh shit yes that was awesome <laughs> i see more of this <laughs> another tarantino in there you know that's a, we said already he's great at that shit yeah so uh, uh, what else I got here? I got a, I got about five more, man. I got six more. I got six more. I only got two at the most. All right, all right. You want me? Let's dive into one real quick. Uh, American History X. Yeah, uh, the beginning. Two two scenes in that one uh, were oh shit scenes for me. Was uh, the curb scene? Yes. You know that was where the guy puts his mouth on a curb. But if you ain't seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about as soon <laughs> yeah. as you see it. So man, we, that is we quite can a sum, movie. Sum that one up real quick, and let's not spoil that one for people. Uh, I'm just gonna say the ending scene. Yes, uh, the bathroom scene. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like that was go to- see that movie. Totally unexpected. Um, a great movie with a really good moral lesson in it. I think, um, and they they do really well at uh, uh, portraying that. It's one of my um, buddy's favorite movies. But a lot of people aren't going to be able to get through the first half. I don't think. Of that no, movie. no, 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 not n- not in this day and age. They're going to think it's like a hate movie, and it's the exact opposite. It's really, but yeah, you can't it's you can't a light on everything. You can't show that type of movie without showing the hate parts of it and bad uh, you know you know people you know just straight up hating each other in there. yes uh it's without you can't have that revelation without showing that first it's quite a, a you know a social uh uh you know piece yeah yeah uh the curb scene and the ending scene are both shocking scenes although the the curb scene was done for that value in particular just show yeah, how uh, savage people are. I think. Yes. Uh, when they're when they're in and that state of mind. Age. When they're in that state of mind. Yeah, yeah. And then I think the ending scene was an oh shit scene, just because you totally you you <laughs> you've seen these characters take a take a turn, and you just don't see what's around the turn. Not at all. Not, not what's coming around the turn. So yeah, really good. It, it American American History X, one of uh, Edward Norton's best movies, and also what's the young kid? I forget his name from T two. Uh, Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong. Two of their best Eds. movies. Yeah. The Eds. Mm-hmm. The Eds. Really great in there. Yeah. Uh, go Hit us with another one, Gabe. I, I saw a lot of people on Reddit uh, have that scene as well. Oh, yeah? Cool, cool. Uh, Drive? I haven't seen Drive. I know you and Gordon love that movie. Uh, There's an elevator scene, Uh, and that's all I, I'll say for that movie, too. <laughs> what, like a departed elevator scene? Um, Not quite a surprise like that. More of like... You're, 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 you're like, you have to take a step back from it because you're like, God damn, like, uh, did he just do that to that guy in there? Like, that's fucked up. Yes. Like, but, uh, but kind of like that. Somebody does die in the scene and it's in an elevator and, uh, done really well. The way the scene's done, the, uh, and that movie's praised for its lighting and, and filmography, or what's it, what's it called? Like the filmography. Film, what's, yeah, something like that. I'm missing the term. Cinematography. Though. Cinematography. The cinematography of that movie. That's what I was looking for. Yes. Uh, really good movie though. You should check it out, Tom. Yeah, for it. sure. Uh, but do expect 
kind of an art housey film, but not not in the aspect of where it's like strictly that. Like there are some really good scenes and some uh, good good uh, acting in there because Brian Cranston's in there, Ryan Gosling's in there. You got a uh, some new blonde chick who's been in a couple movies. I can't remember her name, but she's pretty good too. So yes, a couple old shit moments in that one too. All right, give, give us one more. All right, one more. Uh, let's see here, and then I'll give you one. Um, uh, this is a cheap one. I'll give you two cheap ones, real quick. Real. Uh, All right. Uh, the scene from Jaws when he sees the shark. Yes. When he sees the shark and he's. How were people in theaters that nev- that knew nothing about this film? Oh yeah, yeah, and that giant shark appears for the first time in that movie, and it's like, oh my god. And as much as Roy Scheider hasn't been in like nothing since. Yeah, yeah. When he rears back like he does. Uh huh. I've never seen a true portrayal. Well, I think they said it was true because he didn't know. He knew there was gonna be like a prop coming out of the water. But I don't think yes. he knew how big it was. That like, that is how people react. Like a lot of people, like you see him, like scream instantly. Like people, like a lot of times you don't scream instantly. You just like, oh fuck. Because you're in disbelief. Yeah, you just you you, you got to process and it. And he's got the cigarette, little cigarette hanging on his lip. Yes, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Very good scene. Very good scene. Uh, uh, real quick, uh, another one that was a cheap one. I thought was T uh, two. Uh, well, it's not cheap, but it's it's just something that's that was you know everybody knows when he rolls up on the rollers at the end with the grenade launcher. All in, right, in, in Terminator the, the final. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I just love it because like you saw him kind of get back up a few minutes before that, but you don't know where he's at in the movie. You don't know what's gonna happen. And, you you felt very defeating in, in that movie. I remember when I watched it as a kid, I was just horrified. I was like, oh no. After Terminator guys ass kicked, I was like, it's over. Yeah, and these he's poor dead. people, there's no way they can they can mount against he this had, thing. They had like, backup battery dude yeah yeah and like the kid was probably as old as me so i was like oh no i thought it was a little girl actually no i think that was what was great about the movie is the kid role in that movie wasn't annoying yeah i mean there was a couple times where you're like come on man but but in a lot of those especially 80s and 90s movies that the way they they wrote children was terrible but not in that one and that one it was really good yeah that was something else that was something else so those are my i got two more after that but go ahead uh, I, I said, uh, basically, just if you want to talk about oh shit moments, just everything in John Wick. In John Wick, I knew you was gonna have just, John Wick on there. That's why I didn't put it on. I mine. didn't put anything in particular, but just when like they're like, I guess you could say like the main one was like like who wait whose car did they fuck up? Uh huh. Whose? Yeah. Oh. I was. Oh, gonna, we're all fucked. I was gonna say the story <laughs> of uh, Baba. Yeah, Baba, Baba Gaia. Gaia. Yeah, that's when he's oh. telling the story, and John Wick is breaking the concrete up in his basement. I'm like, oh shit, he's it's got stashing guns this is, and shit. This is gonna, this, that was the oh shit moment uh-huh. for sure. When they killed his beagle too, I was like, man, nope, John Wick ain't gonna stand he's for that. He's got to kill everyone. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not gonna be satisfied. <laughs> Luckily, that's what happened. <laughs> that's a, that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know we talked last week about the uh, second one. We won't get into it, but the first one is yeah. Is, the whole else. movie's oh shit. Yeah, every mm-hmm. bit of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may go. Yeah, go ahead. All right, all right. Uh, Jurassic Park, uh, the end scene, the very end scene of Jurassic Park. When the, they're surrounded by, by the uh, the little raptors, and then all of a sudden, and the T Rex comes in and saves the fucking daddy, day. The, yeah. the the main bad guy of the movie is the savior yes. of Jurassic Park. Yeah, like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I love the way he he bites into him and fights him off. And he kills him like in just a matter of seconds. Yeah. And then the people run out, 
But then he gives his big T-Rex roar, and the Jurassic Park banner kind of floats down. Like I was like, oh, shit, I and love I, that. I'll I tell you something else why that scene works so good, and it's something that a lot of people don't understand why movies like that are so good is the music. Mm-hmm. If that if in that scene it had like horror music playing, you're like, oh, shit, after this, that, that T-Rex is going to fuck him up. Yeah. But since that upbeat music was playing... And like, it's like upbeat orchestra type of music yes, a little bit. Yeah. You know the, th- this, is, this is the savior of the film, uh-huh. this uh-huh. T-Rex, and everybody's excited about it. I wonder if they planned on that banner falling down the way it did. It fell down perfect as that T-Rex. I'm pretty sure it was CGI. Was it CGI? The the banner was? It looked like CGI. I mean, obviously. The banner looked CGI. Okay. I mean, if it was, it's still very well done. And, yeah, uh, for I just remember, time for I, sure. I just remember thinking, oh, these motherfuckers are surrounded. They're gonna, they're gonna like find some secret door and dive out of it. But nah. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> on on that same movie on Reddit, a lot of people put the the part where uh, you see the the goat's leg fly, or or the the goat's oh, like, the goat's not there anymore. Uh so well, yeah, people are gonna be like, oh shit. Oh, T Rex is hanging out somewhere he's close. Somewhere. Uh huh. He's uh-huh. he's not far. It's, it's about to go down. Yeah, that whole scene where the they're in the cars and T Rex is attacking them too. Intense. Yeah, yeah. But Great yeah. setup for the end too, right? Yes. Because again, they make him seem like the bad dinosaur guy. But nah, he's, he's just, a good dinosaur. He's he just be, well, he's just being a dinosaur. He's doing just dinos- a dinosaur. He's just doing dinosaur shit. Yo, like, fuck off. He's a dinosaur. Yeah, dinosaurs <laughs> might not be real. Let's just remember that though. Like. Keep that in mind. You're right. <laughs> but uh. I got one more, unless you want to go last. I got one more, but it's it's very lackluster. All right. My last one is going to be one you're not going to expect. I know that. All right. I'll, I'll tell go, you mine. Go ahead. And I want your opinion on it, Gabe, because right. I feel like it's very... I had to put it on here because it's the oh shit moment that so many people talk about. It's hmm. so cliched. Hmm. And I'm talking about that damn coffee mug, Gabe. Oh, yeah, the usual suspects. Kaiser Sose. Kaiser Sose. It turns out. Yeah. Little wimpy uh, Lester Leonard, whatever his name was, is the big bad. Yeah. When you saw that movie for the first time, did you know what was going to happen? No. In fact, I remember seeing it for the first time. I didn't realize until his walk changed as he's walking down the sidewalk. And that's when I was like, oh, sh- he's the motherfucker. Did mother- it blow your mind? Yeah, it, it did. I was like, I said, oh, shit. I said, oh, shit. I was like, oh, shit. So it was him. good. But uh, it took me a second to realize it. Even after he looks at the coffee mug, Kabaashi or whatever. Uh, but when, when Kevin Spacey changes his walk and t- gets out that cigarette and lights it, I was like, yeah. oh, shit. He's Kaiser. Like, So that was something else. That was something Oh, yeah. Else. I figured yeah. that's how it was. But for me, just seeing it. You know, and and knowing every fucking bit of the movie for us, so mm-hmm. it was so spoiled for me, I couldn't even imagine. And I wanted to know if I just didn't like it that much because of that, or you know, if I had seen originally, would it be something special? So from what you say, yes. Oh, it was it was, it was good. It was something I liked else. it. Oh right. yeah. Well, that, yeah. that makes you feel. Better. I think what brought down the usual suspects was the other main guy in that movie, Stephen uh, Baldwin. The, uh, the black haired guy. No, not no, not not Stephen Baldwin. No. <laughs> He was great in Biodome, wasn't he? That same guy? Yeah, it's but the very anyway. same guy. Very <laughs> but anyways, guy. no, not him. The other guy who they think, who they try to make you think is Kaiser Sosa. Yes. The dark-haired guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that guy in movies. It, I th- was he just in flashbacks? Uh, or was he actually in the film? He was He was in, in the stories. He was just in the flashback stories right, right. where he was telling them. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't a cop or anything. I can't remember his name, but he'd be ruining fucking movies. <laughs> he was in uh, that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, End of Days. Awful. He played the devil. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Dreadful. But my last one is an old movie. Uh and it's a war movie. Alright. Alright. Uh it takes place you wanna guess what war? If I give you the war, you might give it away. Anyways, it's a civil war. 
All right. It's a Civil War movie. Gettysburg. Gettysburg. With Gettysburg. Uh, the bayonet scene. Yes. That is one of the most intense scenes. Bayonets. Oh, dude. Bayonets. Yeah. I would scream it right now, but I couldn't, I couldn't even match what Jeff Daniels no, does. No, no, no. That was great. I do remember seeing that and just I love, getting hyped. They battle them back. They battle them back the whole time. Uh, and if you don't know, this is the story of Little Round Top, I believe. Yes. Uh, and they how, run out of ammo. They, all, they, they run out of ammo. Most of them do. And so he brings his captains and shit together. It's Jeff Daniels, right? Yeah. Jeff Daniels. Jeff bring, Daniels. He brings his captains together and he goes, all right. He goes, uh, like, like as he's just telling the strategy, he's real calm. He goes, all right, tell him to fix bayonets, all right? He goes, you're going to line up over here. We're going to be here. You're going to swing down. You're going to swing down like a door on, on our charge, right? Yes. Uh, and so he goes, all right, get you guys ready. Like, And they spread out. And he looks up and just gives the most intense yell of bayonets you've ever it's seen, dude. So, bayonets! so good. I remember like, watching and just... And I it, it's, most... it gives you chills. when Even when you think yes. about it. Like, right now, I'm like, that is like a chilling scene. Like, it's like, oh, shit. I've seen that movie at school. Yeah, it's, it was, that was the first time I saw it. And I ended up buying it years later just because that one scene in particular. I think Jeff Daniels <laughs> uh, does a tremendous job in that movie. Uh, and in the second one, which is called uh, uh, Gods and Generals. If you've yeah. never seen the second part of that I movie. I haven't seen that one. It's called Gods and Generals. And they were always supposed to release a third part of that movie because it was like the beginning of the Civil War, the middle of the Civil War, and then it was supposed to be the end of the Civil War. You know, those were those were supposed to be the movies. You know, uh, But they never came out with a third one. Or maybe it's been in production for years. I don't I don't know. But the Bayonet scene from that the was, that original Gettysburg movie with Jeff Daniels, that shit... I want to go watch it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was something special, yeah. Just like, his his performance. His performance was great, and that intensity in that scene it it does give you chills. And then you see him charge down the hill, and it's even better after that. So, uh. well, is that all we got for? Uh, That's all I got. Shit moments over we, the we, quite that, a few. It was a good one, Gabe. I put that list together over a day or so, and yeah, uh, I put mine um, together last night. I know there's uh, I I'm, I'm thinking this is a topic that people are going to listen to, and then actually want to comment on or send us yeah. something and say, you know. That you forgot about this guy, and you forgot about this scene, and this, and this, and this. Because like we said earlier, there are thousands of oh shit moments out there. Literally. Uh, and I'm curious as to what Gord's are, are going to be, if he if he wants to add to this list. Uh, Drive was going to be on there. Drive, it should be, it should be, because that elevator scene, it's, it's intense. But Yeah, hopefully uh, he has some good ones. Like, uh, he should have the raid on there, remember he... Yes, the uh, raid. The raid is full of those moments, and I wanted to put it on here, I forgot to put it on here. Uh, Which is so for, many for a foreign flick. Yeah, there's a lot of oh oh shit moments in that movie. But and I hear the second one too was really good of the raid too. I never got to see that one too. But the yeah. first one, the first one, I would definitely put. It's like Pulp Fiction, just yeah. a whole bunch of fucking scenes from that movie on the oh shit list. Yeah. Well, uh, before we uh, head out, Gabe, you wanted to uh, tell them about uh, some movies you've seen. Yeah, I watched a couple. I watched a couple off the wall movies uh, this week. Nothing uh, too crazy. I watched Casey Affleck's A Ghost Story. Stop. Uh, <laughs> Why you love him so much? Because he's uh, good, dude. He's, he's not good. good. He he wasn't good in this movie because he doesn't. He's not in it long enough. It's is mainly it, a guy walking around a white sheet the whole time. You didn't get enough Casey. I didn't get enough Casey. I like right Stop. there, man. But uh, but uh, I wanted to see it, and it's. I told I told Gordon to see it. I think Gordon's gonna like it uh, a lot. I really didn't like it. I gave it a C plus. Uh, it tries to get too deep, and it has its own theory on, on like life and death and of what course. time and it all this deep. shit. And uh, I don't know. There's just not enough dialogue, not enough, uh, not enough. Not no, there's no really meat of of the story in this in this one. Uh, there's really long drawn out scenes where it's just of a living room, you know, it's right? Just a lot, like just the camera in a living room, like looking at shit, and the guy standing in the corner in a white sheet and shit. I think it's a really good idea, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, we'll see what Gordon <laughs> says about it. So. Yeah. Uh, I also saw uh, the new Stephen King movie they put on Netflix, Gerald's yeah. Game. 
I haven't seen that one. What's um, that about? It's about the chick who, uh, her husband, her and her husband go to Lake House because um, they're trying to spice up their, their sex life or something. And he handcuffs her to the bed. Oh, uh, yes. And and at that moment, he has a heart attack. Yeah, Gordon, was it you or Gordon that told us about this? I was telling you all about it uh, yeah. last week or the week before. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it did finally come out on Netflix. And what did you think? Uh, it's it's all right. It, it, again, goes in a direction like I don't think it had to. Well, he's notoriously bad for his endings. Is it that does, true here? Yes. He's still bad for his endings. Yes, he's still bad with the ending. <laughs> because, like in Wonder Woman, they could have taken something that, that wasn't tangible. Uh-huh. They could have taken something that wasn't physically real and made it better right but they took this one thing and I they see. made it physically I real see. and i didn't get that part of it because i really i really think if they just kept it as an idea or or an illusion or figment of imagination yeah. or something would have been better but they, they kind of or at least make it ambiguous yeah yeah i can see i can see what stephen king was trying to do because it is a tiny bit of a twist but it really has no effect on the rest of the movie right and um, you'll see it if you watch it. Uh, Gerald's Game. I gave it a C plus too. Um, uh, the chicken there does a really good job, but the but the story just was kind of. I, I feel like it's one of like Stephen King's story he wrote on a weekend, you know, and threw it at his at his uh, agent and was like, here, them, here's here's something, leave me alone. Very you possible. Know? Yeah, Very but possible. but I think the premise is good. A, a woman's handcuffed to a bed. At that exact moment, her husband has a heart attack, leaving her in a very. Uh, uh, a uh, bad position. Yeah, vulnerable. Because there's nobody else around, so she's afraid she's going to uh, dehydrate and die and shit. So she's trying to escape. Only got three time. days. Yeah. Out yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. Uh, but my best movie of the week uh, was Wind River. Uh, I really liked Wind River. I thought that was really good. Oh, yeah. That's one Gordon wanted to see, right? Yeah. Uh, another movie where it's super slow. The first, uh, like, three quarters of it. It's like Damn. really slow. <laughs> and then the end kind of, like, picks up. And I actually had it on my list of oh shit moments because there's a moment in the end you're like, oh shit, what the fuck is going to happen What's right here? What's the premise here? of it? Um, uh, it's got the Olsen chick, Scarlet Witch Olsen. What's her name? Elizabeth Olsen? Yes, is I that think it? so. Yeah, she's in it. She plays an FBI agent who has to go up into the mountain areas of Nevada or somewhere. I don't know, some snowy area where nobody... where It's like this Indian reservation where this yes. murder happens. Uh, Jeremy, what's his name in there? Renner. Renner. He plays a hunter in the region. He's a tracker and a hunter. And he finds the body. She comes up there, has to investigate it. And he's kind of like her helper the whole time. He's kind of showing her around and, and telling her, you know, these tracks mean this. And we need to go here and check these guys out type of deal. Gotcha. Uh, it's also got the guy uh, who plays a sheriff of the Indian Reservation. He's always really good. Uh, the uh, guy from Dances with Wolves. Kevin Costner? No, no. The Indian <laughs> chief dude from, from Dances gotcha. with Wolves. He plays the Indian cop on the reservation. Yeah. Um, the one guy that did the the voiceover for Forensic Files? Uh, Is that him? No, I don't think that's the same guy, man. Are you it, sure? I'm not sure. If it's him, <laughs> no, that's not the same guy. I don't know, no, Gabe. I don't think so. <laughs> was he also in the third Die Hard? Uh, yes, he was the cop in Die Hard with the Vengeance. the same guy. Is that the same guy? Same guy. Man, I, don't need, I ain't the guy that does Forensic I'm Files. I'm telling you, it's the same guy. I'm going to look it up because I don't to. believe you. I swear, I swear to you. <laughs> It's totally different voices. That's no, not... no, they both got that that deep. Anyways, voice. he's in it. Jeremy Renner, Elizabeth Olsen, they're pretty good. That's good. Um, I want. This is one of those murder mystery movies, right? That like throws these little hints at you, like this person might have done it, or it might have happened like this way. I like right? that. And then when you get to the end, it's summed up really fast, really well. That's what it is. Gotcha. Like, well, that's good. Yeah. As long as it's really well, that's what you want. It's it's done really well. Like, uh, 
the the just the, the the moments of tension in the end of that movie have you on the edge of your seat, really. Right, like you feel it in your chest a little bit in, in a couple of those scenes at the end of Wind River. So, uh, but Jeremy Renner plays his usual self. I'm fucking cool as fuck, <laughs> you know, guy. Like it's like, man, Renner, come on, man. Like, yeah, no, but he does a fine job in there. I think anybody could have played his part. I think anybody could have been in Elizabeth Olsen's part in there, um, and it still would have been a great movie. Wink. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, but, well, <laughs> uh, she, she another scene in Wind River real quick. She she shows her ass real quick in a scene in there. Really? And I'm like, the director had to spice that in there, man, just to show her ass, dude. Unnecessary. It was unnecessary, but uh, I didn't mind. It. Yeah, I didn't mind. Female it. lead. Well, Elizabeth Olsen is she's she's much hotter than her crackhead sisters. I no, think. you're right. But, or is there, are they sisters? I'm pretty sure. I think she's the youngest. Oh, yeah. By yeah. a lot. Well, she's the best, too, because those yeah. other ones are cracked they're, they're terrible. <laughs> they're, they're Speaking of horrible thing. shit, don't ever watch the new Fuller House. No. Awful, dude. I, would, I, would, I didn't watch the original. Man, I watched the original and hated it, and I was like, well, because at my grandma's like, that's what we had to watch. Yeah, that was when it you, finally came on, I watched game. five minutes of the new shit, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I turned it off. You know, the other thing I tried to watch this week uh, was Beauty and the Beast with that Emma Watson. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Terrible. It is awful. Really? It is it is so bad. Like Nice. I don't I don't understand how they're getting money for this shit, honestly, dude. Like Well it's Disney, they have an in, infinite amount. Man, we gotta hook up with Disney if they're just writing checks to people like they this. They just they, like, they 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 bought, they bought Star Wars. Who, who yeah. fuck buying Star you could buy a country before you bought Star Wars. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well there's better investment in Star Wars than there is in most Without countries. Without a doubt, so. yeah. Unless you find gold or something, come on. Get but that's all I got. I got you know. Yeah. Look up Wind River. Yeah, might want to uh, skip out on those other ones. Yeah, check out Wind River, folks. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, and check out Cuphead. Our shit list and get Cuphead <laughs> if you're a particular kind of gamer. Yep. But uh, that's all we got for this week, folks. We love you, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Love you.
Oh, my dizzy felt like rain. 